what time it is. It's Lace Out Time with the great man, Chris Pepper, and even greater man, Jamie the J-Dog Wallace for another superstar edition of Lace Out, the number one AFL podcast that everybody wants to be a member of. Before we get into the great thing, Jamie Wallace, how are you today, sir? I'm well. How are you? Mate, I am pumped. I'm excited. It's just great to be here. Mate, all I want to do is everybody to get on the chat with us. Be part of the show. Get on. Be part of the Lace Out family. We love it. It's been a fun. I feel I feel a bit nauseous with the speed of everything happening at the moment. Oh, tell you what. What a is this like just the most it's the festival of footy. We're going to get into it in a moment, but for everybody listening out there, thanks for joining us again. Uh, the festival of footy's back. Everybody, just get on the chat, be part of it. You know you love being part of the show. Uh, it's just, it's just football is great at the moment. I never thought I'd say that. It's you know with everything that's going on in our magnificent state, which is Victoria. You know, we're going into lockdown. Thank goodness that there's something to distract us with the footy. And, and even as we speak, like in a, in a couple of minutes' time, we've got a brand new game of football kicking off. It's 33 games in 20 days. Brisbane taking on the Tigers. Mm-hmm. It's all happening. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. How are you feeling, Port Adelaide? <laughs> Plenty to talk about. Where do you well, want to start? Well, that's kind of funny because I, I came on this show thinking, well, actually, when watching the game Thursday, I'm thinking, oh, great, I can talk to Peps about the game, about our big game. And uh, then all of a sudden, we had a game last night. So yeah. I've got two games to talk about. And you're only as good as your last game, everybody. And so going by what we just said then, yeah, that game that we had doesn't exactly matter anymore, unfortunately, Jamie. The, our, game, our game's finished. You've already played one since then, which frustrates the bejesus out of me, I must say. We, mate, I've got, I've got plenty of things to start talking about. Um, look, why don't we start? Why don't we start something? Let's just get on the Festival of Footy. We've got the Festival of Footy, 33 games in 20 days. Are you enjoying it or do you think it's going to turn into a fizzer? I think it's gonna. Uh, uh, so far, I'm liking it. Yep. Although, am I on with you still? I can't even see myself with you. Oh, mate, you're there. You just talk. Just talk away, mate. Just talk away. We can hear you perfectly. Oh, really? I cannot. Yep. I, I cannot. Um, I cannot see you at all. No, don't worry about it. This is, I had this last week, and everybody you're, got to. See, you're there. Everybody can see your beautiful smile. Everybody's uh, been part of the show. It's a great uh, times. Good times. Great rock and roll. Pepin left is throwing me. <laughs> ah, that's all right. This is fantastic. Hey, look, apparently apparently it's almost half time according to Lee Mac. Uh, didn't actually uh, worry about that. I thought the game was starting at 8.10 tonight. No, early. No, okay. Well, then that's great. Thanks for being Pepin left is throwing me. See what happened last week. So the, the people who are, who are listening to this magnificent podcast that we roll out every single week, this week we've got both of us. Last week, we just had Jamie on our, our Facebook stream, our Facebook Live, and um, I'm back because I got my camera fixed, and apparently it's causing problems left, right, and center as I am causing a distraction. So look, I apologize. God made me this way. I'm beautiful. You hear my beautiful voice. You can see my beautiful face, um, and life is good. Where do I want to go? Mate, Where do I want to um, go? I want to talk about... Actually, I do have, a, I have, I have something to quickly talk about. Uh, it's this. The Eagles, the Power, the Lions, or the Saints? Who's closest to the premiership in 2020, based on what you've seen so far over halfway through? Eagles, the Power, Lions, or who's the the fourth team? Saints. I'm 
gonna have to say, I know it's gonna shit me, but I'm gonna have to say the Saints. Ooh, now tell me why. I brought them up last week. Remember, I've actually gone back to calling them Saint Kilda. They're not going to be known as Shit Kilda for the foreseeable future because they are playing some great football on the week. They were awesome on the weekend. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely upgrade. So the reason why I'm saying St. Kilda is because I don't see a team going past them in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter is where they are shining. Yep. And, I mean, they've blown their blue, their blue port out of the water in the final quarter. That's, that's, that's actually like a bit of a tongue twister. Um, they blew Sydney out of the water. Uh, I just don't see them going. I don't see many teams going with them at the moment. Well, this has just dropped in from one of our loyal G's Pep mentioning the Saints must hurt. Buzz, mate, I'm telling you now, I've, I said it from the start of the year. St Kilda have promised a lot over the years, and like Melbourne, they've never delivered. I think we played finals before you. That's how bad we're going. Your guys have been shit. I don't even have to call us Melbourne crap because we have been crap for so long. But what you are dishing right up at the moment, Buzz, I love watching the Saints. It's just got so much. I wrote some stuff down, and I just wanted to talk about it, but they just blew Sydney out of the water. Buzz, mate, be happy. All the St Kilda supporters out there, mate, take the lid off because I can tell you now, the lid will get slammed back on quite quickly the way this season's going. Celebrate. Just everything that they've got with them is amazing. Love it. And I'll go into that a little bit more because, geez, they're doing some good stuff at the moment. Yeah, so I, I think I think Sydney and just looking at the draw at the moment, West Coast just uh, right there too. Yep. I'm going to get on the Eagles in a moment because what they produced on the weekend with Geelong was sensational, but we'll have a bit of a chat about that. But, look, I, I wholly agree. I think the power, even though you're still sitting top of the ladder, there's, there's just something I don't know what it is. I think we're just waiting for all of you to fall over. Mm-hmm. The Saints, they're just playing some exciting football at the moment. You know, you just go through some of their some of their lists. Where do you start, mate? I'm jealous. You got, you know, a couple of years ago, they, they picked up Battle and they picked up Hunter Clark in the draft, yep. I think right next to each other. They have just flourished. Jones, uh, Dougal Howard, Brad Hill, Butler have all come in. Ryder is playing the best footy he has played in quite a long time. Mm-hmm. We don't have to talk about uh, one of the Kings because congratulations to you. Brett Ratton, I'm telling you now, if he is not coach of the year right now, I don't know who is, and I'm not rating. He's been back after being chopped by Carlton, which that's another story altogether because he never should have got cut from them. He's come back. He's brought they've brought all this group in, and he's got them together so quickly. They just there's just contributors across the park, and they've got good depth as well. I haven't even mentioned you know Billings, Membry, Carlisle, uh, Dean Kent, who came over from Melbourne a couple of years. Mate, they are just they're exciting. Mm. Get on it, mate. Get on the Saints. They are looking very sharp at the moment. Uh, Lee Max says that he is a big fan of the Eagles. And after what they did on the weekend, whoo-wee, I'll tell you what, they are just ticking along nicely. They, they, they have, they've almost planned their run to perfection. They did what they had to do. They, they just got out with a, an okay record over in Queensland. They've come back home. They've got out of quarantine. And they are just... Killing it, mm. absolutely killing it. Mm. If I had to, if I had to go a three-way, the one I'd drop off is your mob. Yeah. At the moment, 
I still think Brisbane are up there as well too. Like they, they came to play last week and did what they had to do. Amazing stuff. But if that was my top four at the end of the year, that would be an exciting final series to watch because they're well, all playing and they're all playing attacking football. Well, let's, let's attacking football. Uh, let's call it. I think Port have almost wrapped up their top four now. Yep. So I don't. It's up to the other three teams. Well, now. let's just let's just have a look at this. So if you have a look on the screen right now, J Dog, here's the uh, here's the ladder. Uh, <laughs> look at you! Look at look at you, Dick, swinging here with oh, your new I'm platform, swinging, mate. I'm swinging with this new platform. <laughs> Tell me, hey viewers, if you're liking the new platform. Give me a hell yeah if Stone Cold was here. But if you have a look at the ladder right now, this is not including the game from last night. So you're still sitting, you know, two games clear uh, from St Kilda. Brisbane have got their game in hand as well too, and mm-hmm. West Coast. So they were the four that we just spoke about a moment ago. All right. Richmond, at the moment, I still don't rate them. I just think there's something missing with them. They just haven't got the spark that they've had over the three previous years. Yeah, they are. They are leading. Who are? Richmond? Richmond, yeah, at the moment. Okay then, but the game's not over. Uh, Ge- Geelong, <laughs> Geelong, they just they, look. They showed on the weekend that regardless of where they are, they're always coming to play. GWS, okay. Uh, Toby Green's gone down, but once again, just a little bit hard to hard to read. And the Western Bulldogs, they have got vapors going at the moment. They are just they are struggling, and the way that the games are set up for this week. Um, I would almost be close to say that they're going to drop out. Oh, yeah, but that's was a 5%. 5% is a bit to make up, so it's going to be a bit of a challenge. Mm. Uh, they're taking on, or have they got – no, they've got GWS, so they're not going to make up 5%. So GWS win this. They go a game clear. They lose it. Essendon go in. The Bulldogs looking at after losing last night are going to drop out as well too. Mate, it just makes up for an interesting back end. Collingwood, they're on vapors <laughs> at the moment. There's nothing better than seeing Collingwood going in vapors. Gold Coast, they're just they're just they're not there and they're not falling away like other teams. Carlton, forget about them. Hawthorne, oh, I want to have a chat about Hawthorne. For all the Hawk supporters out there who are listening to tonight or watching tonight, your team are magnificent on the weekend. Uh, North well, they played Adelaide, Melbourne. Let's just forget about them. Fremantle, great game on the weekend to beat Collingwood. Swans, they're finished, and Adelaide will probably get their first win of the season tomorrow night against the D's. I know there's, a, I know there's a lot of footy to play, Peps. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Put that back up. Thank you. But other than Collingwood, up, that's that. That's it for your season. Yeah, that's it. The eleven down are done. They're finished for the season. It's now 10 up, and only because Collingwood did draw that game with Richmond. Yep. No, I just think, you know, I reckon put a line through Collingwood, put a line through Gold Coast and everybody below. Yeah. I would actually, I reckon, I haven't looked at the upcoming fixture. Actually, no, I won't get rid of Collingwood. From Collingwood down, so Gold Coast down, everybody's out. Just, just checking, just... Yep, no, that my microphone's on. I was just checking. You just repeated what I said. That's fine. That's. I mean, it's radio. What it, it is, what it is. <laughs> we'll just edit that part out later on. Okay. Uh, yeah, good times. Good times. So look, and also, uh, it's just, it's just awesome. St Kilda, they're just playing some great footy. Uh, but I reckon, and the rumor, the massive rumor is that it is going to be down to two cities to play the grand final. Melbourne. Wrong. Ah. Oh. Damn. Perth or Brisbane? That's it. 
It's got to be Brisbane. It has to be Brisbane. After everything, they saved the game this year. Yeah. They saved the game. Give them for what it's due. And you know that, that Mark McGowan over in Perth, who's the, 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 the Premier, mate, don't give him anything because he's a putz. The way he got stuck into us, Melbourneites, after the way that this COVID thing has kicked in, he can get stuffed. Yeah. Yeah, get stuffed, I reckon. All righty. Uh, J-Dog, all right, let's get the um – Oh, although saying that – Yep. I don't want to get controversial here, but the Optus Stadium has very, very similar dimensions to the MCG, mm. so it'd be almost a like for like. Mm. And they won't have to travel either. It's a five-hour trip from per- from Brisbane if Brisbane happened to make it, or it's five hours the other way. Just give, them, just give it to Brisbane. Just give it to Brisbane. That's all I want to say. Hey, I have a question for you. Sure. Um, how did you feel after your mob pounced us last week? And listeners, viewers, when you hear this right now, what do you think? <sighs> Look, I know I give you shit. And I know that obviously when I'm on these on this live show here, people can tell that I'm just a massive rig, and you wouldn't want to fight me in a dark alley. Like everyone knows that. Just looking by, just looking at me, they can tell that. But underneath it all, peps, I'm a softy, and I actually started to get a little bit of sympathy for you, peps, and your team. No, you weren't. I, I, no, I did. You know, I was sitting there writing comments and I stopped writing little things on Facebook after a while because I thought, you know what, this is uh, it's just like it's like uh, shooting fish in a barrel. Like Melbourne are insipid. They are a lazy club. Their culture reeks of elitism and downhill skiers. And once, once the grind, once the stone got put to the grind – your club just melts and it has over and over and it's just full of underdeveloped, weak-minded individuals. And that's across all levels of Melbourne. Okay. Is that a fair whack? Um, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that, ga- that game was bad. That I'm was a really now, bad game. So... Me and Jamie were chatting quite a fair bit during this game. Five minutes in, I said it's over. Half time, I went to the shops. And for the first time ever, I launched two tirades. There were two rants on our Facebook page. If you haven't had a chance to see my rants, they've gone viral. The Melbourne Football Club forum page went berserk and just giving me thumbs up left, right and centre. They were saying, this guy's mad. Make him the coach. Someone actually said make my wife the assistant coach after she came in and told me off at the end of the first video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, they were just putrid, Jamie. I, I, it was it was Mark Neal stuff. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And what? And the president Glenn Bartlett came out and has given him a spray. But you know that you know the president is presidents should be um, heard, not seen. Seen. Oh, not seen. Heard. No, ah. it should be seen, but not yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I'm the president, etc. When he came out last week and said it was insipid and we don't give away games, uh, give away jumpers on Wheaties, through Wheaties packets, oh, jeez. You do not understand. I think every Melbourne supporter got up out of their chair and gave that a standing ovation because we have been wanting to say that. We have been saying it. And for the ultimate leader of the club to come out and give them a spray like they did, mm. everyone is on notice. 
They've um, swung the axe, so they play tomorrow night against Adelaide. Now, you were talking about sh- shooting fish in a bro- shooting fish in a barrel. Melbourne playing Adelaide tomorrow night would be like walking into a brothel. <laughs> you guarantee to win, and it's low hanging fruit. Okay, like it, 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 it's expected. But I tell you what, if they lose tomorrow night, you could see the ultimate rant on this page tomorrow night. Because if we lose to Adelaide, if I had a membership card right now, I would microwave it and then I'd burn the microwave and then I'd set, the, then I'd set whatever's left of it on fire. They are putrid if they lose tomorrow night. They've swung the axe. Both McDonald's have been chopped. Kaziah Pickett's been chopped, but I think from more of a rest sort of thing. Mitch Hannum has been dropped. And basically the team that played Brisbane a couple of weeks ago where they lost by four points is exactly the same. Mm. Goodwin's in trouble. Marnie's in trouble. The rumour going around is if they do not make finals this year, he is gone, even with the soft cap. Because they're in a really good financial position, which I'd never thought Melbourne would be able to say. Do you know Peps? But everything you said, Captain Tarps, is exactly right, and I agree 100%. Do you know what makes me giggle a little bit? Yep. Is Guess who's in the coaching box with Simon Goodwin? Another coach who has literally no success. Alan Richardson? Yeah. Nah, but he's just he's just there from a mentor perspective. That's it. Yeah, but you've had mentors like that before. We only go back a season and a half ago. When you booted yours out. Who? McCartney? Yeah. yeah. No. He left. He'd been there five years. Booted out. Trouble. Maybe. Listen, I don't care, Jamie. If they win tomorrow, and then they play North Melbourne next week, all right? There's there's, there's 18 teams in this competition. 18 Mm -hmm. teams. And I want to focus on some other teams. But I'll tell you what. Good win, it better be, because if it's not, there could be... A five thousand dollar fine coming with me as I drive straight towards Jollymont to set the footy club on fire. I think. Do you know what, Peps? I'm going to say it. I'm going to put the mockers on, and I'm no, sorry, it could put the mockers on. Yeah. This game against Adelaide cannot come at a more at, at a more better time for your club in terms of getting a big win, or the complete opposite and just um, nuclear. It's a, it's a 186 potential, Peps. It's a 186 point no, potential. for us to beat them, you mean? No, 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 sorry. In terms of like um, the shockwaves going through. Like after that game when you lost, the shockwaves through your club was immense. Oh. If you lose, if you lose, it has the potential to do that again. If, if we lose, I'm not even going to go down there. Lee Mack has just said it perfectly on the chat. Have a look at that. You read no, it what's out. he say? What's he say? What's he no, you read it out. Just the comment there, perfectly right, summed go. up. Oh, I could not put this any better, GMAC. Good one or goodbye. So, what? Because this came up as a bit of a conversation today. Melbourne sold their, I think, their biggest pokies venue for about eleven million. He's on about seven hundred grand a year, so it's about one point four million. They're going to have to pay out. We only need about 400000 raise another $400,000 by the end of the year and we're going to be one of only a few clubs who are not going to need AFL assistance. 
So we're in a position that if it does go downhill, we can get rid of him. But my concern is who do you bring in? And that's a story for another day. Yeah. Not not good, but maybe some good on the on the on the horizon, Peps. I hope so. Well, you know what? Oh, thanks, Buzz. Buzz is gonna chip in a little bit for my five thousand dollar fine. Hey, you know what? Everybody chip in a couple of bucks. Okay? <laughs> we'll do it. All right. Even, you know, we just we just want to, we just want to see the game succeed. Uh by the way, do you know the postcode for Jollymont in Melbourne? Uh it would be a three. Oh no. Oh no, what is it's it? It's not. I actually found out it was another number. Mm-hmm. Please tell. It's um a number that I didn't actually expect. It is the number of uh five eight one three day since Essendon won a final. <laughs> and we'll keep reporting that one each and every single week for all you Essendon supporters. You know we love you. But you know, that's a that's Port Adelaide hold a record, you might as well hold a record as well, too. Alrighty. Uh, let's get back into a game on the weekend that would have got some of our viewers very excited. How awesome were the Hawks? 30 points down, 16.18 minutes into the first quarter, and by the 23.04 minute mark of the third of the second, they were in front. Yeah. I spoke to I spoke to a um, a mate of mine, uh, the Mormonator. Good old Bazza Grant loves the Hawks. And I said to him, wait, what happened? He goes, oh, I don't know. I was turning it off. And and then Will Day, a young fella, just he just took them on, kicked a goal, and that was what sparked them. And they just did everything right from there on. They just destroyed Carlton. Everything Carlton did to them in the first 16-odd minutes, they did to them for the rest of the game. It was just perfect to see. Mr. Reliable again. Is this guy the most reliable Forward in the AFL over the last, oh, I don't know how far we go, to our last 10 years. You're talking about Chad Wingard? No. <laughs> I said reliable. <laughs> I said reliable. Another great game by Chad. Yeah, did he get a kick on the weekend? Yeah, he was good. He kicked one goal. Yep, good. Yep. Hey, you know what? He kicked one goal the week before, and that won Mimi Multi, so I was all right. Um, Jack Gunston, he's a freak. He's coming out with another three. He's just every single week, he's just. He's just Mr. Reliable. I love him. And I remember he was the only one. He was the only one from how how they could have beat us in that 2018 final series. If he'd, if he'd kicked straight, we were gone. But another guy I reckon is a smoky for all Australian selection. If he doesn't make the squad, there's going to be, I'm going to be very disappointed. Who I never thought I'd say this. But pull on your jeans, Levi Casbolt. Is he having the season of seasons? No. No. no mate, he no, said, no. sensational. He's bagged another three on the weekend. If if Charlie Dixon does not make all Australian this year, it is a we already know it's Hold a, a VFL. It's already a VFL system. If yeah. if Charlie Dixon does not make all Australian full forward this year, I'm done. I never said he would make full I didn't say that he wouldn't make full forward. What I said is, is that I think he'll make the squad, at least the squad, the forty. I did, uh, at least. Like What's after a, that? Oh, the twenty-two. <laughs> rotating, <laughs> rotating with Dixon. Happily, he'll be a Ford pocket. But Tommy Mitchell, he had twenty-seven and eight tackles on the weekend. Cripps had nineteen contest, contested. But the thing about Gunston, he had seven score assists as well, goal assists as well. 
Mm. So he hasn't just been pinging them. He's been just going lace out because that's how his teammates want their footy. <laughs> Great game. It was just it was just awesome to see. And geez, Carlton have been stiff a couple of times this year. They've lost a couple of couple of close ones, and then they go and lose uh, the unlosable against the Hawks of all. Yeah, and I just I know it's a stat that you hate, but Tommy Mitchell almost set an AFL record. I felt on the weekend, four hundred and fifty nine meters gained. Oh, good on you, champ. Well done. That's a that as as a midfielder. That's. That's, that's what a midfielders. Good... That's what midfielders are supposed to do. All right, Patrick Cripps has an example. One fifty nine. So we're talking about a player, one player, three times the output. Yeah, but you know what though, James? Three for one. One hold for on, three. Hold on, hold three on, for hold one. On. Listen. Hey, hey, by hey, three you got one hey, race. Hey, fuck that easy, champ. All right. Some people, <laughs> some people are in an under, and some are outside players. Me, I was a hard grunt in an under. Get the hard ball. And a lot of the people that I played with were on the outside getting a softy. Okay, not hey. everybody can be hardcore. Why do you hate Tom Mitchell so much? He's just a sheepdog. He is an absolute sheepdog. He get. I'm, I'm pointing at my screen. He gets. He bloody. He gets. He gets the ball forward Dude, and moving. He sheepdogs around the back. What he had? You go back a week ago and have a look how many meters he got. Nothing. The game against the D's, he did absolutely squat, Jamie. So don't give me, oh, what does Tom Mitchell do? I'm just telling him. Just, just, I'm just trying to highlight the stats. Out. Don't get sucked in with the stats. I've got a bloke named Clayton Oliver who plays for my team who gets an absolute truckload of it and doesn't do anything with it, all right? Mitchell is, a de- to a degree, the same sort of thing. He gets a lot of it but doesn't do much with it. And anybody who says that he is, you have a good hard look at yourself. <laughs> Worst ever Brownlow medalist besides Shane Wodin. I knew you were going to say that. Yep. Well, for a guy who's apparently a sheepdog, he got five clearances as well. Oh, five clearances. <laughs> Big deal. Just saying. Maxi, Maxi had three on the weekend by himself, and he's a ruckman. <laughs> Maxi, uh, yeah. Maxi was your best player by a long oh, way. Jesus. I told you we were going to get a pacing in that area. I knew it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You just scouted them all. Uh, all righty. I have to speak about this one. All right. Let me just... Uh... Who are you going to talk about? Because I can't talk about stats because you get upset, but then you do a stat count and I, and I have to sit there and write post-it notes for you. All right. You ready? Tell me this is not true after what just happened on the weekend. Okay. Bucks is... Captain, Captain Buckley... Coach of the Collingwood Football Club. What was he thinking? In what way? Are you serious? In what way? Didn't didn't think, uh, you know, maybe getting in somebody from an external was not going to be a good idea? Because they lost a free, oh? Oh, Jamie, you're an absolute knob, aren't you? Sometimes I just wonder <laughs> what goes on in that little peant brain of yours. What was he thinking? Why? Oh, come on, dude. Absolute joke. Absolute mm. joke. And, oh, it was a $50,000 fine, $25,000 suspended, and the coaches go, no, 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 mate, no, we've got this one. Buckley's on a mill. Oh, here, it doesn't matter. 12 grand, and because he did it from work, work related fine, probably will be able to claim it as a tax write off. Yeah, but then we can. Oh, you're talking about. Okay. 
I finally clicked on what the hell you're talking about. I'm thinking, I was thinking back to the game going, what changes did he make that's really bad? Like, what's happened? <laughs> well, yeah, Buckley was bad, but it's even funny because it all blows up in Eddie's face every time. Yeah. Oh, that's the you, joy I get. Oh, does it? What a joke. Is he a joke or what? He comes out and absolutely <laughs> sprays him. Send him back. Let him go. Coach does it the next day. No, 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 no. no they, 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 they um, interpreted or interpreted what I was saying uh, incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> what a joke. What Best. a joke. It was, did, did you hear the beep, 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 beep? As he was backing up on that comment, yeah. Yeah, too good. Listeners, listeners, viewers, what do you reckon? Is uh, Bucks is uh, filling the words there because uh, Nathan Buckley, you are a very, very lucky man. What about NFL do not boot you out? What about what about Cochin's misses? Oh, she's all right. The posting on Instagram going out big to get a pedicure manicure. Yeah, big deal. Oh, you really big? That's a big deal about that. It's the same thing. It's no big deal. Oh, should we talk about Mitch Cleary getting the sack from the AFL? <laughs> what? What's all in the story? It, there's no story here. No story. Story? No. Robbo? No story. What are you talking about? Mitch Cleary just retweeted or read. He just retweeted and he got sacked for something that how many other places had already said that beforehand? Yeah, I know. But what about the story about Cochin's wife going for a medic- pedicure manicure after already having the right rules read to wives and partners do not go out do not do this do not do this she goes and instagrams because she's an influencer hold on what's she got influencer oh so did she need to go get a flu jab for that because she had influenza anyway anyway so that's a big story because a guy's been sacked from that yep that's big peps hmm Alicia Molik, I reckon, bloody, I reckon Bucks probably tatter up anyway. <laughs> she would have choked. She would have choked somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> she would have choked. We all know it. Do you reckon? She, do you reckon her backhand or her forehand is better? Who's uh, the stronger side? Well, whatever hits the net first, I don't care. She'll yeah. be five. She'll be five up against Bucks and still lose the match. Oh, lose a five. Lose, lose a seven-five. Yeah, she'd choke on Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Okay. Hey, um, something's just come up in the chat, and I think it's a really good point. Uh, condolences to Eddie Maguire with the loss of his um, mother, mm-hmm. and also to Luke Darcy for the Luke, uh, loss of his father on the weekend. So that's not you know we we are a football. Community. Oh, I didn't know about and, that. Yep. So unfortunately, the both of them are not having a good time at the moment, like so many people out there who are affected by the whole. COVID thing as well too, so it's, um, wow. it's not good. So just condolences to all the family from everybody here at Lace Out. So um, for the people on the on the chat who brought that up during uh, this episode, thank you very much. We appreciate that. All right. Uh, I have to ask you a question, Jamie Wallace, mm-hmm. and it's simply this. Just typing it in, are you? Yep. It is. What has been so far in 2020? What has been your game of the year? Game of the year. I'm. I'm gonna pick one biased one, which is the Port Adelaide Carlton one. Yep. And that's a biased choice. Um. 
I don't really know if there's many other games I can think of that come straight to mind as an absolute dead set classic. Uh, someone's already taken, someone's already uh, come out with this one so far. <laughs> Adelaide versus Melbourne. I hope so. You're, you're hopefully looking that Adelaide beat Melbourne because we, we may have a special, a special episode tomorrow night. Do you know what? Do you know what? Actually, I reckon the Geelong Carlton match was a ripper. Only because I only because I missed it because I literally thought the game was done and went to bed. Yep. And then to wake up and find out it was only X amount of points. Yep. Uh, I've got two one of my one involving my team, which was the game against Carlton, where we were seven goals up and just fell into a heap and just got across the line there because Sam Walsh made bad decisions. So, but it was just from an excitement perspective. Another game was the one that involved your mob quite recently. Uh, the game against Carlton. Carlton in a couple of these where Robbie Gray slotted it from the the, um, the Sky Rocket just to put it through after the siren. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But I think the game on the weekend, uh, the game versus the Eagles and Geelong. <sighs> that was quality. I, can, can I say one thing? If I hear one more time about Nick Nack's Ruck craft and how he is the best ruckman in the league. Go, just go, just just give up on football. He's had what two, three good weeks, and that's it. And all they've shown is his ruck work. Oh yeah, to Kennedy, mind you, that was a nice shark. That was just that was poetry in motion. Yeah, last one in the kit. But Nick Nat doesn't do anything around the grounds. He doesn't do anything. Uh, doesn't affect the scoreboard, doesn't affect goal assists, except for when he is so far behind Grundy, he is so far behind Gorn, probably Goldstein for this year. Probably so far behind Tim English. Tim English as well. <laughs> hey, don't knock Tim English. Leave the young fella alone. He is nowhere to be seen. Oh, he is a monster. Yeah, he's a big unit. All right, look at the size of him. Yeah, he's a big unit. But... Come on. Really? Just... Well, this is the thing, Peps. People want to piss on about um, about him, and I, I agree in this game. And we're talking about Geelong, who have never had a Ruckman going on four seasons now. He could, you could literally throw him up against, I don't know, in their team. Joel Sal would almost put up a contest against him. Against who? Against... Well, the same sort of equivalent as what a Ruckman from Geelong does because Geelong don't play a Ruckman, a proper Ruckman. They don't have a proper Ruckman. Well, they do have proper Ruckman, but they don't know how to Ruck. <laughs> oh, I don't Just, know. They've got, they've got uh, two on their list, um, Blitzars and... Oh, Stanley. Stanley, and they both they don't know how to Ruck. Hey, hey do me, do your... I love it when you do this. Do your uh, Chris Scott... So Chris or Brad, I keep getting these two mixed up all the time. Do his impersonation of a free kick. There's, oh, there's, a... there's a few. There's a few. He does these ones. He, he does the camera. Oh, he's a knob. Okay. Well, well, he... They're going nowhere under him. Let's just, let's just call it. It is what it is. It is. Bye. Geelong, going, going nowhere. No, they're going nowhere. So, you know, don't even worry. They're, they're just treading water, treading water. Hey, can I tell you, there is, you know how much pain I was in? And everybody would have seen, if you haven't, please 
do yourself a favour and have a look. How much pain I was in Friday night when my team lost to Port Adelaide. True. Thursday. Yep. <laughs> Thir- is it Thursday? All right. No, it was a Thursday. Thursday. It, it took less than 24 hours for my life to feel so much better again. Because of this. 63 points when Essendon lost to Brisbane by 63. Oh, my God. Was that the worst free kick of the year? Essendon, I've lose by 63 points. I can't even, um, get, my, I can't even get my captions right. That was pretty close. Well, how good was it though? They even kicked a worse score than us. We kicked 32 points. They kicked 28. Do you know how hard I was cheering for them not to kick another goal? For the whole game? Just (laughs) Essendon, don't kick another goal. Because I went into meltdown. There's nothing better than watching Essendon supporters. They they would eat their young. Yeah. They would eat their young. They'd have heard back. (laughs) But also remember that Brisbane didn't kick a goal in the second quarter. Makes it even worse. But then you keep, oh, Andy McGrath, worst free kick of the year. He actually did dive on it. Uh, yeah. Tried to take on a tackler. I don't yeah. agree with it because there's been a lot worse not paid. But, you know, you want to call a rule a rule he did. But, geez, aren't they, aren't they the team that you just – there's nothing better when Collingwood or, or Essendon get pumped. It just puts a smile on your day. You, you, you could lose your job and wake up and – you know, think it's all finished and then they get pumped by 10 goals and, you know, you realise that life isn't that bad. Yep. And I, um, yep, I like I like seeing Essendon lose. I like seeing Collingwood lose and I like seeing Melbourne lose. Okay. Um, <laughs> rightio. Okay, Jamie, anything that you want to bring up from the weekend? From? Caught your ear, caught your eye. From the week, and that just feels it's just wrong. So long now. The festival of footy, it just it just keeps on giving. What what do I even want to go with? We're due for a, we're we're due for. Oh no, we got that already. The new fixture. That's a just listen. Uh, Brisbane will make a comeback. Only twenty three points down early into the third. Yeah, no, nah, it's done. No, nah, it's not. Richmond will fall on a heap. You watch. There'll be nothing better. There'll be nothing better. There'll be nothing better. Uh, anything that you want to bring up that you caught your eye over the weekend? Even um, listeners, viewers, if you thought anything caught your eye, just you know, shoot us a message. We'll have a chat about it. There's not a whole lot because the games all sort of went how I thought. Um, North responding without a big Ben Brown and Jared Pollock, two mm. big, big names in their team, and they played – it's, it's against it's against Adelaide. So let's just put that in context. But they still won by seventy points with sixteen minute quarters. Yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, no, it's good. It's a good point. And I think the, the great thing about that was out of out of everything, they just played a lot more confidently. Yeah, they decided to go through the middle a bit more. But even better, I will say, is simply Magic Door. Just seeing him... That was a good one. It was a good one. Like, there's so much crap going on in the world right now. Just to see the good man go ahead, yep. kick a goal, get the players around him. He's just a big unit. 
Yeah. He's just a sexy beast. He's mass. Yeah. But just to see everything that he's gone through. And then I don't know if you saw it, the footage of his family, the young fellas seeing dad kick his goal. And I didn't see that. The time. Yeah. It was really awesome to see. So there, there is some good news stories about it. And I think, you know, footy cops, it's massive back is from everybody at the moment. At least they're trying to do something because I tell you what, if, if there wasn't any footy going on at the moment, you know, there'd be nothing to distract you of how bad it's going at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look at just the pure game there, like as a North person, you'd almost crack a big woody because like the top 10 players was all dominated by North other than one. Yeah. One Adelaide player. We're talking like Jed Anderson had a huge game. Luke McDonald had a huge game. Trent Dumont had a huge game. Toddy Goldsmith still kicking around. Sean Higgins, like they all got on the board. Luke McDonald, yeah, yeah. Aaron, Hall, Aaron Hall, yeah. They they just everything and they drop Polak. Polak probably won't get a game again. Well, he's a big. He's a he's a cost them a bit. He's cost them. No, oh, I want to say north of seven fifty. They paid a lot for him. More than that. Mm, 800, you reckon? Well, more than 800. I reckon reckon 800. Mm. Yeah, I reckon. Yep. Yeah, it's just an interesting, interesting decision at North. And they just looked, as you said, they just looked a whole lot freer. Um, And not Ben Brown-centric. And it's different because Ben Brown, I don't know, Ben Brown doesn't seem to get the three-on-ones like a Charlie Dixon does or like a Levi Casbolt has, you know, they seem to get the three-on-ones like the like the pack. Yeah. Where Ben Brown, I think people are happy to play one-on-one defense with him and let him run high up the ground. Uh, so but it's interesting. Say, how can you go have a guy that gets beaten? How could you, you put a guy who hasn't come second in the Coleman by a game, if you know what I mean, mm. beaten by the last game of the season and now – couldn't eat water if he fell out of a boat. Yeah. You can't get a stiff of it. And they're saying, no. I'll put him down back. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't. If you just had him down forward and not have anyone in his way, you'd be a chance. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a bit, it's essential. So this, this week, obviously, Adelaide, after that, um, what, near on 70 points, 70 points, basically. Yeah. Has swung you. You talk about swinging the axe. Oh yeah, swinging the axe. Adel- Adelaide <laughs> have swung hard. How, how have they swung? Did they? Uh, did um eight? Nixie go down to all sixty three. Did he get his own one? Got a tip from Goody. Eight. Read him out. So, oh, hang on a second. Let me get to that part. So he has culled from that team that went down by seventy points. He has gone and culled. And when they play, play. To- you guys play tomorrow. Yeah, play tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, we play we, tomorrow. We, at the games tomorrow, whether we play <laughs> or not is a different story altogether. All right. So he has – Nixie has swung the – he's got rid of Andrew McPherson, managed. Bryce yep. Gibbs, omitted, yep. so form. Yep. Kieran Strawn, gone. Kyle Hardigan, managed. Riley Knight, omitted. We're talking about their, their, their top premiership team players. Rory Atkins, omitted. Shane McAdam managed and Tyson Stengel managed. So he's bought in. Darcy Fogarty, the fog's pretty good. Dave McKay, uh, Fisher mm. McCasey, mm. Harry Schoenberg, Lockie Stroll, Ned McHenry, Taylor Walker, and Tom Duday. So a couple of new kids there, Harry Schoenberg and uh, Lockie Stroll. I will guarantee you one thing to come out of this game. 
One of those young Adelaide players will win the Rising Star because I can tell you now, every time a new kid plays Melbourne in their first game, they will get a Rising Star nomination. It happened on the weekend. It happened last year with your mob. We, we play these kids in the form. Mm. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you ever want to play, get your team in the form, play the Ds. Um, I know we've of- swung the axe as well. Speaking, yeah, you guys have swung hard too. You we guys swung. have got rid of one, not, not two, as, not three, as, not as four. Hard. Yeah, we swung four. Both McDonald's, Pickett and Hannon, I spoke about that earlier. They brought in Vandenberg. They brought in... Uh, rah, 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 rah. Adam Tomlinson. Adam Tomlinson. They brought in... A-N-B. Yeah. A-N-B and I don't know who the other one is. Harley Bernal. Yeah. Okay. He's back. Um, speaking of speaking of, 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 of risers or young kids... Yep. Have you fallen under the charm of Zach Butters from Port Adelaide yet? Oh, Peps, you just want to get around him. You want to, you want him in your team. He is, he is the annoying kid who never stops. He's fully, he's not really, but he's fully mental. Get around him. Zach Butters looks like a weirdo, plays like a hard nut, and is just annoying. Mm, a bit like that. Uh, <laughs> also, also, whilst we're talking about things, just things in general, Peps. Yep. Take it off sport. Just take it off footy for two seconds. I know it's. I know we're a footy podcast. Did you see Lewis Hamilton win a Formula One with a flat tire? Mm. You don't care. You probably don't care, do you? No. No. It's Pretty amazing. Overpriced go karts. Pretty amazing to win a Grand Prix with a flat tire. He was three quarters. Three... Of a la- he was three quarters of a lap up, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. And he had three quarters left to go, and he still won. Yeah. Ah, joke, mate. Absolute joke. Joke of a sport. Taking just, a piss. Taking a piss. Yep. Absolute joke. Absolute joke. Hey, I reckon, mate, we've got some cracking games coming up this week. We're going to be jumping on tomorrow night. Now, remember, the audio version only. Tipped out. Our tips each week. Just how you want it. Tipped out, and we'll be bringing that to you. What I will say, though, is looking at the games coming up, there are a couple of interesting ones. The Suns versus the Saints and Essendon versus the Giants. Condensed round, unfortunately, because there's a couple of buys. So Carlton, the Hawks, um, the Dockers and the Eagles are not playing. Melbourne has the buy tomorrow night against Adelaide, which is good as well. So fingers crossed. Um... Right. I don't get if it was good, Jay Donkey. I'm just sorry. I'm reading one of the chats and it doesn't make any sense. Um, beautiful. All right. So, uh, anything else that you want to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, mate. I'm, I'm getting Actually, this last bit. Is no, it? Peps, Peps. Yeah. Quick, quick couple of community announcements. Friday night freaked me out. I completely forgot about the second game. Uh, we've got the same situation tomorrow for listeners. We've got a 5.40 game and then an 8.10 game tomorrow. So don't don't go to bed after the first game like it's a ritual. Yeah. Stay up for the 8.10 game. Go to bed by quarter past eight. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, listeners, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Another massive episode. I'm here with the great man, the J-Dog, Jamie Wallace, my friend. How do you love your football, everybody? I like it fast and laced out. Lucky ladies. <laughs> hey, just have a great week, listeners. Hope your team wins. And if mine doesn't, you'll hear about it tomorrow. Peps. Yes. Peps. What? There's a huge demand for Grand Prix talk. Get yourself up to speed, my friend. 
Lee Mack, we could just do a podcast, Lee Mack, just talking about footy and footy and Formula One. Footy and Formula One, Lee Mack. That's actually an idea. Lee Mack, we should talk offline. <laughs> don't, 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 don't encourage him. I've told you, don't encourage him. Whatever you do, don't encourage him. I'm just and saying. if you do encourage him, make sure you bring a big dustpan and broom to sweep up all the names he'll drop. Have a great right. week, listeners. See you next week. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ice out.